Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Secretly Irresponsible Role Models. I, as always, am Chris, and last week we had a solo episode where I was all by my lonesome for only the second time here during the show. Uh, and apparently we had some weird audio overlap issues toward the end. I was trying to be fancy with all my cuts and, um, alas, I was, I was foolish until the very end. But today, we do not have another solo episode. Instead, we are joined by who might as well be described as the co-host of this show, just in an official, official capacity because he's here so often. We are joined by a friend of the show, Taylor. Taylor, what's happening? Uh, not much, buddy. How are you? Oh, I'm as good as Idaho can treat me. Taylor, I hear you've got yourself a new grown-up job. What's going on? Uh, not much, but um, I really like it. I get paid a lot more hour, or, oh no, well, I get paid more money. More money than the video out. rental store? Good. That's crazy. I'm talking to you on my nice new laptop I bought with my new job money. So oh, it's awesome. it, it, it's, you, you look like you're broadcasting from, from the room of a 16-year-old with, with swords and posters on the wall and things. It's... It's it's rather silly, but but you are slowly joining us back here in the land of grown-ups. So, welcome. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. So, what we've got here today, Taylor, is I, I, I do poke fun at you now joining us in the land of grown-ups, but the truth is you and I and all of, well, several, many of our listeners, let's say, most likely have some entrance into the world of adults, and we've experienced life to its fullest. Um, for instance, some of us have been just inadvertently drawn into drug busts. Some of us have been uh, in all sorts of awkward life positions. Um, but we've come out of them on top and have become better for them. But it is kind of fun to think, what would have happened in some of those alternate universes? How would our adult lives have changed? had we made one slight modification or had one thing gone slightly differently. So one of the things we're going to be talking about here today is, is this the darkest timeline in our lives? Is this the worst it could possibly fucking be? Or is this as good as it could get? Or we fall somewhere in the middle? So we're going to talk a little bit about alternate universes, I think, here today, Taylor. So, so Taylor, what is an alternate universe in your life? Had one thing changed... What would that one thing have been, and where would you be today? Uh, let's go with a negative, and then we can go with a positive. Sounds good. I'll do the same. Let's see. Uh, well, if I had stayed with my high school girlfriend, that would have been that would have been bad. Do we want to say her name on the air? Have we? I feel like we have. I don't know if we have. But her name's Chelsea. She's gay. I'll just keep up that trend that I just won't say her name. Oh. I just said it, but oh well. Oh, you did? Okay. And then I called her a skank, so. So what would have happened, Taylor? Or do we want to tell the kids at home why this would have been a negative? Oh, well, she was crazy. Yeah. Just to put it simply, you know, to baseline it. Um, overly possessive, clingy, uh, emotionally unstable as a, you know, as nitroglycerin in a carriage you know, you know, going down a rocky mountain. High school girl. Yes. I, I teach them, and, and I see a whole bunch of little uh, what what's her names floating around. So I said her name earlier. I'll see if I can't do it anymore. But <laughs> kids uh, kids are still running around like that. So how how could have 
How how could she have spawned a, a worse timeline for you, Taylor? Uh, by spawning a child of mine. <laughs> yeah. That that would have been probably the worst case scenario if we had like ever slept together, and even if even if we had slept together and we you know and she didn't get pregnant and I broke up with her, I would not have put it past her to at least pull the I'm pregnant card or something. That that would have totally been... would have expected her to do that. Yeah. So Taylor. And, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, so like if I had. So if that had happened, then I'm not so I'm saying that I necessarily would have been with her, but if she had faked it, because I wouldn't have believed it, to be honest. Yeah. But it would, that would have been a really, you know, okay. Because her dad, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past him to, you know, try to shotgun wedding that. God. Just knowing what kind of dad her dad is. If there's one thing I do not miss about stupid southern towns, it's fucking overtly like almost militaristically protective fathers where they're like I'm gonna show my guns off to all my daughter's boyfriends and that's a bunch of bullshit I never really had that problem uh, I know with um, your high school girlfriend you want me to say her name do you care I don't think we've said it on here let's not um, okay. for those of you listening you know at home this would be the, uh, the the elbow liquor from many yes. many episodes ago um, yeah. Her her dad was all sorts of crazy and pulled out literally pulled out guns and rifles and sharpened knives when I met him, like like he was some kind of like super villain, but but a really shitty like third tier one. So and he's pulling all these things out. It's like, are we really doing this? This is this okay? Whatever, go fuck yourself, <laughs> and I'll go fuck your daughter. Oh. <laughs> Some of us had sex in high school, Taylor. It's it's, it's okay. Yeah. Shut up. So, uh, is that is that your uh, your bad alternate universe? Do you think you'd probably be involved in a child's life then from that period? Yeah, if she had like, if she had, you know, if we had slept together, she had gotten pregnant, and so I did have a kid by her, um, or she had a kid by me, or you know what I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, then yeah, I definitely would have like been in the kid's life. I would have been, I would have been, yeah, I would have no idea what the hell I was doing if I was eighteen. But, yeah, yeah, I definitely. And it, you know, I guess I would have been like, all right, I guess we'll try to make it work or something. You know, I would have tried at the very least. I would have tried, and then I may have tried to be like, I'm gonna get sole custody because you're batshit crazy. You wouldn't have married her, Taylor. Uh. Probably not in the very end of it. I would have tried to see make the relationship work, but I, I don't believe that you should... If, if that ever happens to somebody that you, you... Well, we have a kid now by accident. Let's go ahead and just get married. No, that's, that, you know, even worse for the kid, ultimately. Yeah, just getting together for the sake of marrying a, a child kind of thing is, is, is not good for any of the parties, I would agree. Yeah. Cool, cool. So... So I'll go ahead and uh, and and offer one up, and we'll we'll kind of go into sort of a different direction. So I won't go into like a dating scenario with me. I've got a weird alternate universe, I'm sure, out there, where I went to school at my backup school, which would have been the University of Central Arkansas. Had I gone to UCA, I'm not quite sure what would have happened. 
Uh, I know that I ended up going to that school and that I had an ex-girlfriend that ended up going to that school. And I maybe would have gotten back together with her, who was the oboe licker. Um, and I'm not quite sure what would have become of that. I am fairly confident I never would have married her. Um, and I'm also fairly confident that we would have never conceived a child because she was too neurotic for things. So, uh, the one thing though with that that's really interesting is the second year I would have been at that school, there was a school shooting at UCA's campus. So I would have undergone some kind of school shooting. So there is a small percentage chance that I could have gotten shot at college in this alternate universe instead of... Ew you know, not being shot at in college. Um, which I can only imagine what would have happened with it. And had I gone there, I think I probably would have stayed with um, music, honestly. Um, for those of you at home, I was really heavily involved in uh, music for a really long time and in performance. And the school that my, was my backup school is predominantly, um, they're, they're predominantly like music E. So they have a lot of stuff in the music department kind of thing. So I feel like my life would have probably been drastically different. I don't know who I would have met. Um, I probably would have gone on a completely different career choice. I'd have been in a school shooting to a degree. Probably would have gotten back together with an old ex. I don't think anything would have come of it. But I wouldn't have met any of the people that I did at my at my actual school, which I can't imagine what my life would have been like without them. So, uh, I, I can guarantee I wouldn't have ended up in Idaho, though. So, got a positive there, I guess. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, Idaho's... First one of the reasons you might not have been in Idaho was, would have been because you were shot and dead. Because I could have been shot and dead. <laughs> so, in my... Um, I. This definitely is not the darkest timeline because I'm not straight up dead in a school shooting. But That's um, always a plus. Yeah, but again, there's Unfortunately also. Fortunately enough, some people can't say that. Yeah, it is, and and I was actually almost one of those people. There's obvious a great big alternate universe where I died in my boating accident. Yeah. Which Fox News reported, local Fox affiliate. I really want to copy of that tape. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't ever think I've actually talked about that story on the air. So, oh, yeah. no, in, in the real world, I got run over by a pontoon boat, and I broke my back in two places and got 13 lacerations, like serious ones, down my back. And, and it was an accident that really could have gotten a whole lot worse. Um, I was lucky enough to be of wear to have been wearing a life jacket. Had I not been wearing a life jacket, I would have sunk like a brick to the bottom of the lake, and would have been in really deep trouble. Um, best case scenario would have been I I made it out, but with some degree of brain trauma because of lack of oxygen in that super deep lake. But again, there's the alternate universe where I never came out of that, and I'm kind of curious. I mean, everybody, I'm sure, is to a degree curious about what the world would be like without them. But uh, in my case, it's it, 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 there is an alternate universe where I died uh, in that river. And then a lot of things would have been different, I'm sure. Yeah. So true. that's probably the darkest timeline, really, for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know, you just kind of... Death is right there with you. Huh? Not like super close, but every once in a while you're like, what's up, Death? And he's like... 
catch you on the flip catch side. Catch you buddy. on the flip side. Well, I haven't been to the hospital for a while yet, so I like to think I haven't visited him for a while, which is good. Yeah, that's always good. But uh, yeah. So Taylor, do you think that uh, had you gotten together with with your uh, skanky lady, uh, would that have been the darkest your timeline could have gotten? Like like growing goatees, like really dark, plotting to take over <laughs> things. Evil twin goatee. Yep. Yeah. Um, probably that would probably be like the darkest time, I guess, because uh, other than that, I've never really had like really. Well, no, not I think about it. I guess there's one time yeah. that I, there was a chance I could have died. Um, do you do you remember the the ice storm? Uh, which one? The, the one a few years, like the big one a few years ago. Oh, uh, like the one that you guys had. For like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 2009. Yeah, that was um, the one you guys had. I think I, we didn't experience anything like that. Oh, uh, okay. Where I was, so. But kind of like the southern half of the country, like Arkansas, Texas, I think like that era, whole era, they, they got hit really hard. Yeah. Um, uh, I was outside one day and just, it was the morning after, cause it happened at night and I was outside the morning after just looking around and everything. The ice storm had stopped, but everything was covered in an inch of ice. And, uh, so I was just, uh, one, by one of the trees and I, uh, heard like this cracking sound and I was like, Oh shit, you know, the ice, you know, it's going to break the tree limb. So I ducked underneath the deck. And waited a few seconds, like 30 seconds, and I was like, okay, I don't hear anything. And uh, then I walked back out, and I was walking away from the tree, and I heard, like, the cracking continuing again, and I was like, oh, shit. And instead of running toward back towards the tree, which actually would have made me, I wouldn't have gotten hurt, I ran away from the tree thinking, I think I'm far enough out, I can make it. And uh, But a tree limb, a big one, fell right on me perfectly. And, oh, yeah. uh, I didn't get like impaled or anything but atlanta they don't hurt but whenever like this it all had melted and stuff a mm. few like a week later my dad and i were looking out there to pull it out and three branch three pieces of branches about maybe an i don't know an inch around um had like impaled into the dirt three different points about three inches so that could have easily impaled very into easily you. could have gotten impaled by one of those branches because they were broken and like they very easily could have gotten impaled right then could have been some and serious I damage i barely i literally was caught in the center of the like the the branch and the stick you know the lucky the, the thing so i got i got really really lucky that day cool and so i guess i could have gotten impaled then so that, it seems like our darkest timelines are just going to end up with us dying, and that, I mean, for us, yeah. that would be the worst it could probably be. Yeah. for most people, I would guess. <laughs> most of the time. But, but Taylor, let's go ahead and, uh, and, and, and kind of consider, though, do you feel like uh, all of the weird alternate universes that have been created here all kind of, for us, revolve around sort of large, like, fork in the road type moments for us uh had you decided to to bang your your skanky lady back in the day it could have gone very poorly for you uh had i decided to go to uh a different university things could have gotten drastically different for me do you think that you would go back and change any of these things that could spawn alternate universes where you're like that could have been something that could have been really cool um yeah part of me wishes that i uh, you know, stayed that I probably wish that I kept with my major in the in when I first went to college, 
and that I graduated because I only went for probably a total of two years. Yeah. Um, uh, that, but of course, my first major was uh, architecture. And um, while I do like architecture and drafting, I don't know if I want to make a total career out of it. Yeah. And, um, and so maybe if I stayed at the university and changed my major to music, because I do love music, mm-hmm. or instead of just because I went to the University of Arkansas, and instead of going there, going to like a music school, you know, like the uh, the I can't remember that the guy who uh, made like home movies, and he also made like the, the TV show Home yeah. Movies, and he also made you know. Um, Shout out to this TV show Home Movies, super rad right. show. And he he made uh, Metalocalypse, and he does the guitar work in Metalocalypse. Yeah. He is an amazing guitarist, a Brandon something or that camera. But he's an amazing guitarist, and he went to, like, I can't remember, he went to a music school uh, somewhere up north, um, and, uh, like, maybe, I, you know, I could have done something like that for music, as opposed to, but music, to me, really, at that time, wasn't, I liked it, but it wasn't as, it wasn't my focus for my career and my life at that point. Yeah, not necessarily a viable career choice kind of thing. Right. Cool. So, yeah, this kind of goes into a little bit with, like, um... What, what what could the positive alternate universes be? So in yours, you you decided to stick it out in the university studies and go become a musician or like a, a tech of some kind. Musician or tech or um, which or you know mu- music producer possibly, which is still a possibility in my future if I still want to do that. Yeah, you know there's programs you can go to be music to. In a year's time, they'll, it's like seven, about $8,000 total. And in a one year, they'll teach you how to do a music producer. You work one-on-one with a music producer. And, you know, it's like that that would be awesome. That would be, you know, really fun to do if I still want to do that. Or just, you know, create my own band, which is kind of another thing I'd want to do. But, you know, that's, that's, that's a, that is a loaded dream. You know, oh, I want to start a band. Well, <laughs> Everyone wants to start a band. Yeah. The trick is going out there and actually doing that shit, which I'm... I, be the first to admit i haven't really i haven't worked with that at all no i don't have you know i i hate any song i do write i hate it so because I, I just you know i hate my i i am my own worst and you know meanest and cruelest critic you know yeah well i mean i for a little while got similar attitudes with uh when i was doing my playwriting and i still do it when i get the chance to now but but i think i'm going to start resubmitting stuff out for publication i had a little bit of interest last year uh but nothing really ever came about of it so I think I'm going to try and uh, make sure I at least get these publication things out. I don't think I'll ever make any money off of it. Maybe enough to buy a beer every year or something, but <laughs> nothing especially fancy. But it'd be cool to have public works under my belt kind of thing. But I'll never be a professional playwright for sure. There are very few of those out there who that's their life. You could just be the, you could be another uh, mammoth. Yeah, that's it. I'll be the next David Mammoth. Sweet name drop, buddy. Thanks. I thought the one I can name. That's okay. Is that another one? Shakespeare was also a playwright, but a really, (laughs) really, really filthy individual, which is really just playwrights. But, um, but, but, so that would be your, your, your alternate universe where uh, things have gone, like, in the positive then? Yeah, that would be it. Probably more specifically the one where I go to a school for music just to be, just become better at the guitar, you know, and things, and, or, you know, at whatever instrument, you know, because I play guitar and I can play the drums, but to become better at both. Cool, cool. So I'd say that would be it. Neat. So for me, I'm not quite sure 
really what my betterment alternate universe would be. I would like to think that it would probably not have involved me going to Idaho, but with me being here right now, I'm influencing so many other parties that I'm really not quite sure what have happened what would have happened to certain parties here had I decided to have not come here. Um, I know a whole lot of my students have 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 had a great effect by me being here, which sounds a little pretentious to say, but but I think it's true. Um, I'm not quite sure what would have happened to this particular theater department here had I decided to not come here. I can only imagine it would have just continued to be trashed like it has been in the past, uh, and money just kind of mismanaged and, and things just kind of turning out generally pretty terrible. But um, I'm not quite sure what would have made an alternate history positive-ish for me. Um, I, I, I think mine would involve going to higher paying jobs, which would have been yeah, I mean, great. You know, I, I mean, you've, you did a good job. You finished college. You've had a, you know. I had a stint have. in the professional world, and now I'm here. So, yeah, I mean. Taught so a whole bunch of kids that, all over the place. The only way you could have gotten better is if you had, the, you know, won the lottery or something, and then you could just retire. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'd retire if I won the lottery, but. But but I, I'm I'm definitely not happy with my current universe, but I think I'm starting to understand the 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 uh the necessity of it, at least currently. So But that was that was last episode where it was just the the secretly irresponsible role models depression episode really. So um just me drinking alone and talking to the internet. Here's to you, the internet. But, um, so, it's, it's kind of interesting to look at what our lives could have been, Taylor, and what our lives could have been, but worse, I think. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of different alternate universes that we could have gotten. Um, for instance, we could have ended up hooking up with roommates. We could have ended up uh, being romantically involved with different friends. We could have ended up with all sorts of weird things happening in our life, but... None of those things did happen, and here we are today, which is a testament to us, I guess. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to sound philosophical, philosophical, and 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 you're just you're writing something. I'm not even writing. I'm coloring. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor is holed up for me. A post-it note with a picture of two women who are completely colored in. And it is not by his own hand. Taylor, are you coloring in things that are currently already colored? Um, no. It's the, it's the white parts, because it's a black and white picture, and so, you know, you have the white parts that represent the hair. I'm coloring that in with a blue pen. Oh. What a, what a lovely addition to the podcast you've made. I know. I wasn't saying anything about it. You're the one that brought it up. For the <laughs> We're breaking the fourth wall, man. We really are. We're on a podcast. Yeah. So, what? Um, one other thing that we've got here, Taylor, is what do you think the future for adults such as us looks like? So we've talked about alternate universes. What do you think our current universe is pointing us towards? Yeah, uh, uh, adults as in you and me, or adults as in adults... Or people of our age in our generation. Uh, well, let's just say adults. you and me for right now. Okay. So Taylor, where where is your future 
Or what? What is what is the future of Taylor looking like these days? I'm always pretty much just. I don't know. I've never really I planned for the future so much, which has which is good and bad. Because you don't want to focus on the future too much that you don't focus on today. Agreed. But I think I focus too much on today. I don't think enough about my future. Okay. You know, it's give and take everywhere. And I really don't focus too much on my past. Not that I don't forget, not, not that I just, you know, forget anything that ever happened to me that was bad or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I don't hang on to it, you know. Yeah, you don't want to let your past determine who you are currently. That's stupid. We were all ridiculous right. in our past. Taylor, you had gross hair. I had gross hair. We looked stupid. Yes. I would punch those versions of us. I know. I, would, I saw a picture of myself, like, years ago. At Christmas, and I'd gotten two Nintendo games. Because uh, that's back when I was like retro, you know, creating retro games, which I still technically, you know, collector never stops collecting. But that was like really when I was like really in the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And I have this last one. My hair was like really long, like it was like down to my shoulders and stuff. And you know, I hadn't shaved in like a month, so I was like, man, I just, I just look like one of those guys who is like doesn't know how to talk to a girl and i don't but, <laughs> but i looked like one of those guys they gave it was a dead giveaway and i was like god dang i can't believe i ever like did that and that was just a few years ago see i ended up getting rid of my gross stupid hair when i was in school still and you were like nah man this is who i am forever but i don't i'm gonna say i i do things whenever i want to <laughs> fair enough so which uh, probably take which I was on that right now I take too long of a time wanting to. Oh, cool. So where where do you think Taylor's future is then? I don't know. I got this new job and I'm liking it. You know, be a banking man for the rest of your I'm life. Stay there forever though. Yeah. You know, but um, I uh, yeah, you know, the whole music producer thing still sounds it's still something I would like to do. Yeah. You know. So hopefully that, right now I'm just trying to get, just, so right now I'm just trying to take care of all the shit that's happening that I can fix. For instance, like I, my uh, my SUV broke down a couple of days ago. Yeah. Hopefully nothing super major, but I won't be able to, you know, I'm taking it up to a mechanic um, tomorrow. Yeah. But, you know, so once I get that fixed, then, which... You know, it's an excuse some people make. They make excuses not to get jump, not to jumpstart their life. Yeah. You know, oh, let me get this fixed, then I'll do that. Let me do this, then I'll do that. And I'll admit, I'm the king of procrastination. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> Thank it, you. it took you extra years for you to put off getting rid of the dumb hair. So. Yeah. You know, uh, but that is something that you know, like trying to change but it's it's not easy just to be like all right i'm going to completely change myself now how i view things how i look at things i'm going to mm-hmm. completely change that it's you know it's it's not easy it's not the easiest thing just to be like all right now i have a different view on life because i you know do now yeah no it's 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 a thing that you kind of slowly realize over a longer period of time and and i think up here with me i've had enough time to think myself to death because I have no people up here to hang out with because I don't get along with the community all that well. 
Uh, and really, the people I spend my time around the most are high schoolers, and it's probably very socially unacceptable for me to go out and hang out with high schoolers all that much. Uh, yeah. Not, not something I'm really chomping at the bit to be like, man, these high school kids are people I need to hang out with all the time. <laughs> you know who has good ideas and a very nice insight on life? Teenagers. Teenagers. <laughs> I mean, they have a lot of more insight than we give them credit for, but I mean, they are still kind of a little bit behind the rest of us because, I mean, they're much younger. They haven't experienced quite as much, usually. But um, I'm, I'm liking to think that, that whatever my future is, is it's, I, I think it's going to involve me finding a place and stopping and staying there for a while and being really happy where I physically am at in the world for once. And right now I'm just kind of trying to, I've, I've been trying to, I think, find where I'm happiest here recently, where I've got the job that I'm really happy in and the community that I'm really happy in. And, and and there are the people in the community that I really want to be around forever and ever. All the places that I've been here these last many years have always had a couple of those things, but never everything I'm trying to find. So I guess I'm I'm trying to trade I'm I'm chasing the dream of finding a place I want to stay for a while. Which is which is a weirder dream to chase. But Yeah. That's what that's my true, future should but... look like. Good luck to you, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm, I can say with almost complete certainty that my part of Idaho is definitely not that place. Um, Your place might not even be in Idaho at all. I don't know. I am fairly confident that you are correct. My place <laughs> would not be in Idaho. Um, I don't know how much longer I'll be here. I have a fairly good idea, but. Who knows? There are the there are the possibilities that alternate universe creating strange events could occur, and and I could have that kind of crossroads that that would either have me staying here, or having me go back to wherever or something. So who knows what the future holds? We'll we'll find out. I I, I guess I'll keep you the internet posted. <laughs> But they're on the edge of their toes. They're on the edge of their seats, even. This is great. People sit down listening to podcasts. You're standing listening to podcasts. Toes. Um, Maybe they're working out. Some yes, Taylor. Out listen to podcasts. Yes, all six of our listeners are, 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 are working out feverishly right now. That's right. Yeah. Because everybody on the internet totally works out and doesn't just sit there on the internet. Yeah, that's it. Tell you what, any of our six listeners, if you're out there working out listening to this right now, shoot me a message and be like, I'm working out right now, and don't have anything else. Just just leave me wondering what the fuck is this person talking about, because I won't remember this. <laughs> so, Taylor, kind of going off of Idaho here, is I'm in the process of selecting our, I being a theater teacher, uh, I'm in the process of getting all of our musical stuff actually certified right now. And I have had a whole lot of meetings the last couple of weeks about how our show is not necessarily a show that maybe we should do in this community, which I've been kind of aware of for a while. 
I'm not going to tell you the show on the off chance that I have, like, I don't know, two students who are just listening with their ear pressed to a screen. Like, he's going to tell us. Because okay. I know the one time I say the show on here, I'm, I'm going to walk into class at one point and one of my kids is going to be like, I knew it, and then leave. <laughs> that would be just the worst. But anyway, um, but the sh I'll tell you some of the things that the show involves, though, because um, I have been looking at... A couple of issues in the current show that is pending, which this community is really odd about. And I wanted to get your opinion about it. So Taylor, uh, from my descriptions of Idaho to you, who do you think is the one person that these Ihodians are just crazy about? Who they just love? Yep, everyone. Like actor? Nope. Think like... Like... Like a... A, like a book character. Oh. All the Mormons. Who? What's the book character every Mormon's gonna love? Uh, please don't let it be like Harry Potter. No. Think even more Jesus-y. More Jesus-y? That being said, nothing wrong with Harry Potter, but... No. It's, it's, it's time has come and gone. Think like uh, so Jesus-y that it's just Jesus H. Christ. How about just Jesus? Just Jesus. There you go. One of the most popular characters around here that people just adore is the Lord Jesus himself. Never knew what the... There's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, Jesus is a fine character to look at um, and regard, but, but, but you'd think that with him being so popular here, the idea of doing, let's say, a show where Jesus is a character... Do you think these people would probably just love that shit? I would assume so, like Jesus Christ Superstar or something like Godspell that. Godspell. thing with Jesus. Yeah, if Jesus were to come out on stage in a show in a town that loves Jesus, you're fairly sure that they would just love the fact that Jesus is on their goddamn stage, right? Yep, you're doing Hamlet too, aren't you? Please tell me you're doing Hamlet We are not doing Hamlet too. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is also in that show. But um, you would be wrong, though, Taylor. This community, one of the things they just cannot stand and are so uncomfortable with is the fact that Jesus can be portrayed on stage. Jesus. I mean, um, oh, no, fuck it, Jesus. <laughs> so it seems so strangely hypocritical to me. And Taylor, I want you to try and guess why... Jesus being portrayed on stage in, let's face it, a very standard Jesus way, why this could be offensive. Taylor, try and interpret Idaho. Okay. Um, is it like a form of blasphemy because nobody can be Jesus except Jesus? You, so it's highly, you know, something like that? You are actually pretty close to correct. Um, there are certain sects of, like, um... Um, Islam, where portraying uh, the Prophet Muhammad is just blasphemous in any way. There are a vast majority of this Mormon community where if you portray Jesus in any way, also if you call him Jesus, because that's offensive, he's like our Holy Father and not Jesus, because reasons... It's not like you're calling him J-Dog or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well, his biblical name... It, right. it, his real name was kind of lost in translation, but that's neither here nor there. But anyway, right. um, 
Yeah, it's 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 very blasphemous to show him on stage in a non-church setting, which is so strange to me. Um, for a while, I was looking at doing a show called Godspell, and Godspell is just literally the Gospel of Mark, which is the Bible book, and you would think they would just love the fact that we're just telling a Bible story, the Bible story, on stage in their public school. But when I suggested the idea, everyone got, like, really concerned and was like, is it respectful? It's like, it's a goddamn Gospel of Mark! Get over yourself, <laughs> Idaho! It's, it is literally just the Bible. It's, it's, it's fucking God's spell. It's, but, but this portrayal of Jesus is one that fucking middle schoolers have done. And, and it's, it's kind of getting to be an issue here, where Idaho seems it's, to think itself superior to every other state. Because, because Jesus cannot be seen anywhere. And I've talked to other Mormons about this, and, and they can't really understand why some of these hardcore Mormons are like this. It's it's very silly, and I can't for the life of me figure it out. Either other Mormons are like, man, they're fucking weird. Pretty much. So, um, I was actually at a state conference with all of the other uh, speech, debate, and theater teachers in the state. Um, and uh, I had shared some of these things with them, and they were like, oh man... That part of Idaho is just just terrible. Why why are you there? It's like I don't know. Right, because I need to start a career somewhere. Because I need to get back into teaching from someplace. But uh, one of the other things that I've kind of run into with one of the shows that I'm looking at doing for the musical is the fact that this community likes to try and pretend that gay people are not real. Okay. Like like they are pretend like fairies. And the Loch Ness Monster. Alrighty then. <laughs> also, we both know the Loch Ness Monster is weird. real, so come on. <laughs> if anything, Champ is real, but Taylor, we'll, we'll have a, a cryptozoological podcast on another day. Fair enough. But but gay people are quite real, and 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 this community likes to try and pretend like they are not, and to acknowledge them in a show is also highly questionable, which is very sad. But, so, so if, if I'm going to kind of tie this into a thing, Taylor, for hates of the week, my hate, which is just kind of a continuous hate until I get out of this state and stop rhyming, yeah, <laughs> um, is Idaho. My state, or my, my hate of the week is just, just the state of Idaho and the fact that they think they're just so pretentious and they need to get over themselves. So Taylor, do you have a hate of the week? Something you hate this week more than anything else. Something you just like, fuck it, that thing. Oh, let me think. You can do it, Taylor. <laughs> I can think it is possible. We have the technology. Uh, something that I hate. Actually, I do have a... I have a hate. It's not even a hate of the week. It's just a constant thing of hate that I have. And anybody who drives, who is riding with me in a vehicle will see it. Okay. And it's for any motherfucker who doesn't use their blinker. Oh, Idaho does any, that too. Just, just any motherfucker. I don't care if you're... I don't care if you're switching lanes. Especially if you're switching lanes. 
especially if you're switching lanes on the fucking interstate. Use your goddamn fucking blinker. God damn it. it. Just, like, I'll stop. I'm a nice, I'm a nice driver. I'm pretty nice with people. I will be that guy that's like, hold up, traffic. I'm gonna let this guy try to turn left and piss everybody off. But, <laughs> but, like, just blinker. Use your fucking blinker. It's not hard. It's not hard. And I guess sometimes you forget, you know, every once in a while, you, you know, you, how many times you turn, you, you make a right turn or a left turn whenever you're driving? hundred millions of times throughout the, your entire life, you're going to forget a couple times to turn on the blinker. Forgettable. Yeah. But, no, 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 no. Fucking, just these, and especially for some reason, if it's like a guy in like a sports car, makes me want to fucking wreck his sports car and be like, I, I don't mind totaling my car, but fucks up yours as well. <laughs> like, that is, that is perfect. That is, that is great. So yeah, anybody who doesn't use their blinker pisses me the fuck off instantly. I'll be having a good day. Guy doesn't use his blinker, fucking there I go. I'm gone. And I rant, I rant for a couple minutes, and then I turn it back down. I'm just like, fuck that guy. That's actually a very common thing that I'm finding here in Idaho as well, is that nobody drives very well at all, and almost no one uses a blinker. If you live in Idaho and don't use your blinker, go fuck yourself because you're everyone uh people come to almost a complete stop to take turns in the middle of the road uh people just kind of go wherever they want and i think it's this weird country mentality where not everyone was brought up on paved roads so they can just kind of zip wherever they want but but never is it more evident as to the horrible driving up here is when it rains because it never rains up here people can blast through like eight feet of snow like it's nothing but if it's consistently drizzling or god forbid a storm up here people go fucking bonkers because they don't know how to drive in it it reminds me of in like southern california it's the same thing because it never rains so the three days a year it rains people just it, it's like it's like an episode of wacky races where everyone's just like flying all over the fucking street and dropping oil slicks and cannonball bombs. That might just be wacky races, but they might as well be doing it in Idaho. And and it's it's the worst. I will back you up on your hate because it's stupid and those people can go die in a fire. Thank you, sir. Yep. So Taylor, I have a treat for you. Oh yeah? Yes, Taylor. Do you remember I think it might have been our first episode together where we talked about a little campaign called Fight the New Drug. Yes, this was our first episode. I remember Fight the New Drug. Oh, God. Oh, joy. You have more shit about so, them? Please I, tell me. I do. So, for those of you at home who maybe this is your first episode or maybe you haven't listened to episode two in a while, don't feel bad. I haven't listened to it in a while. Um, but episode two, Taylor was first on here, and, uh, and we started chatting an awful lot about a website called fightthenewdrug.org, which I encourage you all to go check out and then laugh heartily, because it starts discussing porn as though it might as well be, like, digital heroin, which is... Unfortunately, the website's not a joke. No, this website is completely serious. You read through it, and you it seems to think... It seems to read like an Onion article, or something that they would link to, because it's just so goddamn absurd. Um, and these people uh, came and did a presentation at uh, the school I work at last year. And uh, we won't recover that. I encourage you guys to go back and listen to episode two, where we go into that in great detail and, and 
and I learned that some of my kids are rad as shit because they're drawing penises on things and 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 making a mockery of this bullshit, which damn is great. Straight. Do what? The damn straight. Damn straight. Those kids are the good ones. So, fightthenewdrug.org got really up in arms here recently, and this is a story over like the last three days. So, Taylor, I am sure that you are aware of a little website, as many of us are, called Pornhub. Oh yes, I know Pornhub very well. Of course, everyone knows Pornhub. Uh, literally everyone. If you don't know Pornhub, uh, it's, think like YouTube, but for porn. Because yeah, that's what it is. better, number one, it's probably like one of the best porn sites that you can go to for like free porn. Well, that's one of the more streamlined ones, where you're yeah. guaranteed to not be getting like weird viruses and things downloading. It's, it's, it's a, one of the more streamlined and very mainstream ones. Yeah, like uh, I'll... Well, like I say, I'll advertise Pornhub here a little bit. They're a good source. Do you want a good porn? Pornhub. If you, for some reason, are on the internet and you're listening to this podcast and you haven't heard of Pornhub already, you want to watch some porn? Try Pornhub. Try open it in the other window if you're listening to this on the internet. Be like, huh, you know, these guys' voices sound just fine, but you know what could go well with these voices? The sweet sounds of smacking of flesh against flesh. Actually, that's not sweet. Those are gross sounds. Sex sounds, Taylor. I hate to be the guy to say it. Kind of gross sounds. Yeah, it's just it's just wet smacking of meat. And it's yeah. Of course, it also depends on what kind of porn you watch. Well, just sex in general, you're gonna hear that sound. So. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think the more like pleasant sounds you've got in porn or in 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 sex, really, uh, would be would be like maybe some orgasm people. Some people's orgasms, but other than that, it's just gross sounds. A lot of grunting and slapping. Yeah. Ick. We did a good yeah. job of making sex sound really unappealing. So, sex, right. sex is fine. I'm, I'm down with it. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, for those of you who don't know about Pornhub, Pornhub is pretty much YouTube for porn. And Pornhub has actually done a really great thing these last couple of years where they have been fucking killing it in the advertising game. Um, if you guys ever get a chance, check out Pornhub's Twitter account, because it's dope as shit. Um, I don't have a Twitter account, but it's one of the like handful of accounts that'll be like, oh, I have nothing to do for like 10 minutes, we'll see what Pornhub's posted the last couple of weeks. Because it's all just really great references to, like really ham-handedly referencing sexual positions and other silly things. Be sure to check them out around like Halloween or um, holiday time because it's always themed stuff, um, and, and it's not really ever any images or pictures or videos or things. Um, but it'll be like uh, Valentine's Day, and they'll post something about being like all alone. Come visit us. We'll never forget you tonight or something. <laughs> That's awesome. Which is great. Um, or they had something with pizza here recently where they're like, be sure to wash your hands after you've eaten at DiGiorno's or something, because nothing's worse than pizza dick. It's like, <laughs> I've never had that, but that sounds like something horrible that I don't want to have. Thank it you, Pornhub. Like, like the clap or something. Yeah, whoever's, whoever's running, like, social media and advertising for Pornhub is fucking killing it these last couple of years. So, what they did here recently is, like any other normal-ass business, they decided that they were going to get into the advertising business. 
So they started producing actual advertisements, like safe for work ads for their particular company, like normal companies do. And what they did was they opened up for the internet to create these ads. And I'm sure they got a lot of genuinely terrible ones, but the internet is really good at surprising everyone when they create generally really cool things. So Pornhub has created uh, a whole line of advertisements based around the ideas that their clientele gave them. So for instance, um, I am here on the fightthenewdrug.org website who has all of them posted up, which is excellent. Oh joy. So one of them, for instance, is uh, it's a picture of, you know, like the bathroom people, like the male and female signs. And it's got like two girls and then a guy and a girl and then a guy and a guy and then two guys and a girl and everything. And then at the bottom it just says, we've got it all, Pornhub. Sure. That is great. Um, another one we've got over here is, uh, it's just like a, a random city street and it's got a whole bunch of arrows pointed to just random people on the street. And it's got like their porn preference above him. So it, it's just kind of showing that all of us, this is something that we all have. This is kind of a very normal thing. So they're normalizing the fact that porn exists, which I really hope is not something that people have yet to figure out. <laughs> so another thing they've got is there's apparently a hashtag floating around, speaking of Twitter, which is which is uh, something Pornhub started, which is everybody does it. And it's just talking about how everybody looks at porn. Or if not, everybody's masturbating. Guys, <laughs> girls, together, whatever. People masturbate many times to porn. And, and this is just a picture of a normal-ass looking dude, and it just says everybody does it. And then they've got a really creative one here, which is... Uh, which is like a, a help wanted ad out of a newspaper, and it says, Wanted, one-handed touch typists. We've got millions of openings. <laughs> Pornhub. And, and there toward the bottom of all of these, it's got a neat little, like, like tagline, which says, Love yourself, which is, sure, you should love yourself. And if that means making yourself feel good, then you're loving yourself to a degree. But leave it up to fight the new drug, to ruin everyone's fun and just and just shit all over this fun little ad campaign of which we have yet to actually get to the crowning jewel but we'll get that in a minute so they've created reverse advertisements for all of these things so for the we've got it all they have a picture of a person by themselves at a computer and it says you've got nothing porn kills love it's just it's like the buzz kill of these otherwise relatively fine advertisements, which are painting this whole thing as very normal. However, uh, fightthenewdrug.org really doesn't want porn to be coming across as normal, because it's like heroin. Or uh -huh. something. So, for instance, with the image of just random people on the street, they've now got signs that are pointing to people that say, like, can't get off without porn, and views child pornography, and, uh, and been hanging out with a real, or hasn't hung out with a real girl in 10 years. And just all of these things which are basically just putting down everyone. So, it's, it, they're, they're, obviously there is weird sects of people, or small groups of people where these things apply. But it is by no means 
the vast majority of users in this particular industry. So, or, yeah, and then fightthenewdrug.com has a stupid new hashtag that they're using, which is hashtag real men don't need porn. Porn kills love. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, because real men, Taylor, you know what they do? They totally don't like it. Nope. They never even look at their dick. It's just, they, they don't remember what it looks like. Uh, it's it's just a it's just a thing that they've got that they just loosely are associated with, and 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 also are just abstaining forever, and 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 never touching themselves. They've probably got a really smelly bunch of junk because they're not cleaning themselves because that could be considered pleasure. Oh God. Oh no. Uh, and then down at the bottom, they've got the, the same help wanted ad, only it says, Ladies want men who don't have porn-induced erectile dysfunction. Which is, again, a real thing, but not the vast majority of people are not going to have this. And it's... Good God Almighty. It's, it's, it's really dumb. And, and the, the crown jewel of this new ad campaign that FightTheNewDrug.org decided to shit all over was there was an ad for Pornhub in Times Square not but two days ago. Big ass ad. Which was kind of neat, because there had never really been anything like that in the 21st century. Not since Times Square got cleaned up, when it used to be really gross. But there was an ad for it. And the ad was like one of those little hearts that people make with their hands, and it said, all you need is hand. (laughs) Pornhub. And nothing else. There's nothing perverse about these visually. It's just fun little puns, sort of. And 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 fightthenewdrug.org decided to throw a shit fit and and get the the person who supposedly owned the building all riled up about the fact that there was technically a porn advertisement on their building. So Taylor, what do you think about about this this whole Pornhub business and the fact that fightthenewdrug.org is just not is just so over the top and doesn't seem to understand anything. Um, I think Pornhub is just has Pornhub have they have they said anything in response to any of this shit? I haven't heard if they had or not, but they very well could have. Uh I really hope they do, and they just, like, fucking play along with it so well. I mean, they already, like, just from their ads, they seem to have a pretty good, uh, like, sense of humor. Yeah. Already, so I really hope they get their hands on some of this shit, because, good God, they could just rip it apart. Yeah. Like, so easily. Uh, but it's, I'm surprised that, to be honest, whenever, you know, we first went through the whole fight the new drug. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is obviously really fucking stupid, and this is going to go nowhere. And I still think it's probably going to go nowhere, ultimately, but it's going to go somewhere for these people, I guess. But the fact that they're attacking Pornhub is just, like, the greatest. Like, to me, that's just, if anything, if anything, that is just publicity for Pornhub. Yeah. Like, this, is... this place is so bad. Well, why is it so bad? I don't know. Maybe I should go there and find out. Just that be more info. Okay, sure. And then, boom, they get, like, you know, one more new subscriber. And then about 10,000 more new subscribers. Because he's like, oh, wait. 
I can watch porn instead of not watching porn. I think I'll watch porn. Yeah. I mean, I keep mentioning all of these websites by name deliberately so that people, I would love for our listeners to actually view these websites for themselves if they so choose and to create their own ideal because I believe fightthenewdrug.org is just full of gross in well, it's, it's not my opinion, it's obviously full of just gross inaccuracies. Porn can lead to just horrible things in life, but the vast majority of people are completely fine. How do we know this? Because everyone's looking at porn. Um, I saw another uh, article, actually, or another one of these ads from this same ad campaign here just now, and it's a picture of just a normal woman in her, like, looks like maybe mid-40s, and at the bottom it says, even her, and then it just says Pornhub. Because people are doing this. That is great. This, it's, it's all just, we all do these things. And fightthenewdrug.org is fighting a losing battle. There's no fucking way they're going to win this battle. And they seem to just be drawing more attention to this particular thing. I mean, if they were actually fighting a drug, if they were like, dare, they could at least get kids when they're young and brainwash them into thinking pot will kill them. But that's not what that's not what's happening with fightthenewdrug.org. It's just it's it's I encourage our listeners to go check this bit to go check this shit out because it's it's just it's so dumb. It's so dumb that I hate it. Um and there is actually there is one tweet up here on uh Pornhub's Twitter that uh is in regards to their uh billboard it says, uh, no more Pornhub billboard in Times Square, and then it's a sad emoticon. Which sounds about right, because there's not really anything else. But the first, the, the one after that says, it's always a great time for a threesome. And then it's just like, hashtag hardcore, hashtag Japanese, and video. So, these people are, are kind of fun. And then it's got a, I think this is his, can't tell if this is a picture of a vagina or like an armpit. Oh, I saw that picture. Um, the, are you just going through their, their Twitter account it also? Like, it actually kind of looks like a vagina just because it looks like a boob up there in the corner. I think this is an armpit. I mean, I, I know it's, it's been a while since I've seen a vagina, but I think that's an armpit. I was trying to see how the armpit because I'm trying to, you know, figure everything out in the picture <laughs> for those of you at home we're we're, we're we're both just on 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 Pornhub's Twitter account right now and it's it there's there's a picture they've posted it's it's I think it's maybe an armpit Taylor seems to think it's a cooch <laughs> did you look at the uh, the caption underneath it I thought it was great the caption ready for a POV shoot Ready for a POV I'm shooting today? I'll be on Pornhub later. Yeah, just hearts, yeah. But that's... It's all of these... It's 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 fine. These things... It's, it's fine. It's fine. Right. It's fine. And Pornhub needs to get over itself, just like Idaho does, but... <sighs> alas, they won't be doing that. So, with that in mind, Taylor, we have come to the time of the evening where it is time to share with our audience a story. A story 
that we, as, as, as model citizens and role models, potentially, cannot necessarily share in the real world or out in our normal worlds. Last week, we talked about how I got uh, caught up in that drug bust unknowingly, and that was a good time. But this week, we have something different in mind. This week, we have a really fun little story for me, but Taylor, you being the guest, would you like to share any story and go first? Uh, yeah, sure, I guess. It won't be particularly interesting, but yeah. sure, I got the story. That's fine. All right. Uh, speaking of the early, earlier in the podcast of my crazy ex-girlfriend, before yeah. I knew she was crazy. Every Can day we really not work, say her name on the internet? <laughs> no one's going to find her. No one even knows your real name. Uh, let's, let's, let's not. Uh. <laughs> Just on the off chance. Just on the off chance. <laughs> I said it at the beginning of the podcast while I was talking over Taylor. You can find it, people. But you won't find her, because she's stupid and crazy and she's gank. Sorry, take it away, bud. Anyway. Uh, back when I was working uh, for Blockbuster, uh, we used to close at midnight, so I'd go over to her place after I'd get off work. And uh, it was like one of those, like, most, like, the most typical cliched, she opened her window and I would crawl in through the window kind of thing. Aww, that sounds kind of uh, sweet. I know. And, uh, so there was, and so, you know, I'd hang out there, you know, we hang out for a couple hours or whatever. After like, midnight, yeah, of course. We'd like, yeah, we'd like watch a movie and, uh, hang out to, like, you know, take a nap till like four in the morning or so and then I'd go home. You know, air quotes around that take a nap bit, right? <laughs> Take a nap. Well, we napped. Maybe not for the entire four hours, but we napped. We did Love nap. how we I did air quotes, things. which is a, a visual gag on an audio-only podcast. <laughs> yes, air quotes. Anyway, and so there was one time, though, uh, where she, uh, nobody she sets her alarm. She would set her, like, her phone, the alarm on her phone, then we'd wake up and go. And so she did that, and but this one time in particular... She, like, did it and hit the snooze, and we just were like, all right, so we'll just cuddle a little bit longer, and then I'll have, you know, a little bit longer being, like, five minutes, right? Okay. That ended up turning into falling asleep for another two hours um, to where it was about six o'clock in the morning. I woke up, and I was like, oh, crap. We got to, I got to go. And she was like, what? Oh, oh, crap. Just, I, like, just get up, like, get out the window. She had, like, a really tall window, so I literally could step from, she had, like, on the, there's a one-story house, so I could literally step from one, like, just right over the windowsill right outside. And so, boom, stepped out, you know, I got in my car, and then I went home. Found out later that, uh, that day, she texted me, and she was like, yeah, literally a minute after you left, my dad came in, and he was like, he was like, hey, it's time to get up. And she was like, oh, okay, I've totally been asleep up until this exact moment in time. <laughs> and, uh, so I've, uh, that, that was the closest I ever came to, like, we weren't like, you know, not like he would have walked in on his fool around or anything, but like, Stella walked in, there's her boyfriend, and then he would have killed me instantly. <laughs> well, that's that wouldn't fun. have been any good. Taylor, how irresponsible of you. Technically right. breaking into people's homes and 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 fooling around with their skanky daughter. 
I wasn't breaking in. She invited me in. I'm sure the courts would hold... I'm sure that would hold up very well in court. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Yeah, so... So I actually, I can kind of tell... This won't be my story time for the day, but but Taylor, I had a similar experience um, with, with the elbow liquor lady. Um, it was one of the times I had first met her parents, and um, I wasn't really spending the night there, but you know how it is. You know, you're there so late, you might as well... You're, I'm spending the night here. Yeah. Yeah. So on one evening... Uh, something like that occurred, and with it, uh, we, we were, for some reason, we decided that this was going to happen in the living room, because we were young and stupid, not actually thinking things through. Uh, when she, there's this perfectly good bedroom right upstairs. Taylor, I don't know about you, but looking back on my life, I had, like, an unhealthy amount of fooling around that happened on goddamn couches, when there is fucking bedrooms a stone's throw away from them. You you eliminate the walking in on prog or the problem and and beds are more comfortable than couches anyway and 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 if if stuff escalates you don't have the possibility of people walking in on you cuz you're in a main fucking room. I don't I don't know. But anyway, I digress. So, uh, we were, you know, fooling around on a sofa in the middle of the fucking living room, embarrassingly late at night. Her parents were aware that I had, that, that I was there, but I think they were pretty confident that I had left at a certain point. <laughs> this was not the case. So, that being said, um, it was very late at night, and we were, you know, doing stuff, heads were in places where heads aren't necessarily meant to be, mm -hmm. biologically. Um, and, uh, other parts were, let's say, interlocking. But, uh, at a certain point, uh, we all had our eyes closed, obviously, because, you know, you're enjoying yourself, and you close your eyes. Yeah, you're so, uh, at a certain point, though, you're, I'm sure you and our listeners are aware, when your eyes are closed, you can tell when lights all of a sudden are all on. Right? Right. Right. If you're, like, looking at nothing and then there's a light that turns on, you can see the nothing become a light through your closed eyelids. So, that occurred. All of a sudden, um, there were lights on in the living room. And we both became very startled by this fact because we were in a precarious position. So, instantly, we both got up and we're, like, looking around like, like, scared, like, prairie dogs or meerkats or something. Like, what is this? What is this? What's happening? And all we, we, we didn't see anyone, but all we heard was her mom shuffling into the next room going, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because this is a very Jesus-y family. And I know for a fact, had her dad walked in on us doing things, I'd have been in a world of trouble. But fortunately, it was just her mom who seemed more embarrassed than anything else. Which is great. You know how Jesus see that house was. It's a good thing you two just didn't burst into flame right there. I know, right? It's I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's we we really dodged a, a biblical bullet there. Mm -hmm. But um, but but she ended up running off in embarrassment, and I I looked at the girlfriend at the time and was like, I think it's time I should go, and she's like, I think you're right. You should probably go. So I get back to the car, and I'm, I'm starting to drive home, and I'm realizing, wow, I'm extraordinarily cold right now. 
I should have worn a coat or something here. Oh, wait, I wore a coat. Where's my coat? My coat's still in her house. It was, let's say, strewn about the living room. Um, so I stopped the car in the dead of night on this back road from her house, and I decide then that if I'm going to make the decision to go back in to the house and get that coat, I have to have a plan of attack. So I think back, I'm like, all right, now where's that coat? I think it's on like a, like a, like a wingback chair or something in their living room. Okay, if it's on that chair, it's relatively close to the front door, I can make this happen. I can do this. So I, I pull a Yui on the road and I make my way back to the house. And, and I see that most of the lights are off in the windows and I'm feeling really good. So I walk up to the door thinking it's going to be locked and I turn the knob and it's unlocked. I'm thinking, okay, I can do this. I think it's on the wingback chair right next to the door. So I, I open the door very slowly and I peek my head in and I look around and I don't see anyone. And I'm like, excellent, I'm gonna I'm do this. So then I take the three or four steps in to look on the chair and I have it, there's the coat. And then I turn around and I'm looking straight into the kitchen where my girlfriend is having a conversation with her mom, which seems very heated. At which point I am just left there being the cause of this heated conversation with part of my disheveled clothes in my arms, just looking as sheepishly as possible, being like, oh, I, uh, I forgot my coat. I should go home now. Smooth. Smooth. And then I just left the house and did not return that evening. Um, apparently everything went over fine. I don't remember the specifics about it because that would be ridiculous if I did. But that was my getting caught. You, you almost got caught. I straight up did. <laughs> and really, on that note... The story that I was going to share tonight, um, maybe, should we share the other story, Taylor? That one kind of took over. Or should we save the, uh, the one that I was going to tell, uh, for another time? What do you think? Um, I'm always up for another story, but if you want to save it, I wouldn't blame you, but I'm always down for another story. Oh, cool. Um, and I'm sure our audience members are as well, but I promise you guys, next time... We've got a doozy in store for you. It's got everything you could possibly want. It's got major major American cities. It's got nudity. It's got the public. Uh, it's got a protest in favor of Palestine. That's everything that people want in a story, right? It may even involve your, your favorite host, you know, getting a nudie pic taken of him. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So, on that note, we'll keep you guys uh, kind of intrigued for next time. So don't miss the next episode for sure, because we have a doozy of a story to tell you. And it'll be a whole lot of fun to listen to, and I'm looking forward to telling it. So, on that note, Taylor, thank you once again for, you know, driving all this way out and, and being on the show. What was? Oh, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, your commute was something like 26 hours this time, right? Yeah, and you know, I appreciate you not charging sexual favors this time. No, it's, it's, your home. 
Yeah, this is great. You should really probably leave at some point. You got probably work in the morning, and that's 26-hour ride isn't going to drive itself. Well, you know, well, hey, it's the weekend, right? It's the weekend. (laughs) So you got, you know, a day before you have work again. Yeah. Yeah, but... But anyway, thank you once again, Taylor, for uh, for dropping by the show. Oh, real quick, actually. Um, there is a thing that I kind of wanted to plug for us. Um, and that thing is a, uh, a YouTube channel, actually. And this isn't something that I'll necessarily do all that often here on the show, is plugging things that are not necessarily associated with my show. But anyway... Um, Neat little uh, YouTube channel that kind of got up in the uh, up in the starts is a uh, a YouTube channel that one of two of my kids actually started up, Taylor, which That's is cool. kind of neat. Um, it's called uh, Let's Put On a Show with like an exclamation mark. Uh, I think they only have like a welcome video or something up right now. But uh, if you guys want to see evidence of my kids, two of two of my kids. Being, you know, high school kids. Um, they're actually both very creative-mindedly, so um, I think I think it'll be a really good show, actually. So I'm not quite sure what all they'll end up doing with their channel, but I think it'll go over pretty well. So if you guys want to shoot them a, a visit, a view, subscribe, whatever, by all means do. They're, they're good kids, and I'm sure they'll come up with some good stuff. So anyway, on that note, Taylor, now it's time to really end the show. So, once again, don't miss next episode where we got a doozy of a story time, and maybe Taylor back, since I guess you're just a co-host now. I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, maybe we'll bring back one of the other hosts, or something. Who knows? But anyway, on that note, thank you so much for listening tonight, guys. I, as always, am Chris. I'm Taylor. And we will see you guys next time. Have a good night. <laughs>